No success in the world can compensate for failure in the home. That's why Club Wealth was founded, to help driven, successful, and busy real estate agents like you double their business while building a strong, balanced home life. Join us each week as high-producing agents and team leaders share their stories and unpack the principles and systems they've used to double, triple, and even quadruple their business while enjoying greater quality of life. And now, here's the latest episode of Club Wealth TV. And there we go, we're live! And it's actually live at this point, I believe. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're hoping uh, that it's live. I'm going to go to the Facebook page, uh, the Club Wealth uh, Facebook page, so I can see it up there. And uh, you guys that uh, are watching, my name is Michael Hellickson with Club Wealth. And uh, by the way, for you, Brian and Sheree, if you could remember to turn down or, you know, your Facebook tabs. And uh, perfect, perfect. All right, hold on. Let's just see here. See if I can get to the right spot. And... Boom. I believe that we are live. Okay, good stuff. I'm, I'm getting an echo. Does anybody know where that's coming from? Whose feed that's coming from? I just went away. No? Nope, I think it's mine. Is that you, Sheree? Hold on. Let me mute you out real quick. Let's see if that's Sheree. Is that? Yep. That's sure enough. That's Sheree. Sheree Dial up. What's that, Brian? Dial up. Dial up. Yeah, seriously, it's that Atlanta yeah, internet. I don't know what's going on. Sheree, if you could just turn down the volume on your speakers and maybe the sensitivity on your microphone, that will help. And now she's frozen. Check it out. That is exactly what she's got. She's got the, uh, yep, she's frozen. All right, well, good stuff. Well, at least she's frozen in a nice pose. That's awesome. That's right. <laughs> at least she's got that a smile on her face. That's <laughs> hilarious. Okay, so that being said, everybody, Michael Hellickson, Brian Curtis, and sort of Sheree Benjamin on the line with you today. We're doing a recap of Listing Agent Bootcamp today. Uh, so we just came back last week was our big Listing Agent Bootcamp event. Uh, we had an amazing, actually more people at that event than we've ever had before. We had 390 people was the final count. Uh, 390 people at Listing Agent Bootcamp. Uh, and I got to tell you, we got better feedback from this. I mean, we've always had good feedback from our events. We had amazing feedback from this event. So if you missed it, we're going to try and recap a few of the highlights uh, and some of our biggest takeaways. And so as uh, as we chat today, you guys will get a chance to uh, hear about a little bit of that. If you were at the event, please share your thoughts with us. Uh, and uh, let us know kind of uh, what you thought, how you felt it went, and uh, what your biggest takeaways were. So, Brian, I want to start with you. What was your biggest number, your number one biggest takeaway from Listing Agent Bootcamp 2018? So, um, probably came from one of the masterminds, and the masterminds that, uh, you know, I really feel like that's one of the best parts of our of our thing, you know, and I know it's one of our big pushes. Uh, not that we don't learn plenty of stuff from on stage people and, you know, the small breakout groups, there's a lot of great stuff that happens there, but the mastermind really gives you an opportunity to say, you know, dig deep into the business. What are you doing? What's working? How is it going for you? So, um, Shout out to Tiffany from Colorado Springs. Um, she has a director of happiness. Now, between you and I, you know me well enough. There'll be no one on my team called the director of happiness. However, <laughs> <laughs> the concept I really like, you know, um, so it, what basically happens is from the second that we get through inspection, at that point in time, there becomes like a concierge service. So, you know, that person gets a phone call that says, hey, by the way, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Brian with Curtis Really Group, and I, you know, we just want to make sure that uh, the rest of your experience is perfect and all the things, because we know that moving is an extremely stressful process. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be your concierge from this point forward. Here's my cell phone number. You know, here's my email address. What I'd love to do is just talk to you about what your needs are, because we understand that you're moving. So you may need a moving company. You need, may need moving boxes. Here's the list of all the utility companies. And basically just go through and say, not that you can't talk to your agent, but I am the person who's going to help you get from point A to point B physically where your agent's going to help you get there contractually. So, and I love, love, love this idea. And then that person calls them in, in a month. They call them in three months. They call them in six months and they call them on their anniversary. So it's literally a built-in person who they've met before. So I feel like a lot of times we'll follow up with buyers and sellers and the agents will do it 
sometimes. And, but here's the thing I love about this. This is a person who they've also built a relationship with in our company versus if I just hired a person to call someone three, six, nine, 12 months out, like, who is this weird person who's calling me? Oh, this is a person who helped me move. This is a person who got my, you know, got my cable hooked up, whatever all these little things are that you need to do. And I understand that someone who's, you know, a tier one client listening to this is probably going, I'm nowhere close to having this. And I appreciate that. But ultimately what we're really saying is have unbelievable customer service so that you can get those referrals. By the way, this person also sets up all your client events. This person also, um, you know, it's just the point of contact to, to keep people engaged. So, you know, my business, as you know, I don't have an amazing I don't do an amazing job of client follow-up after closing. It's not my strength. Um, so, you know, Chris Smith says, if you don't, you're not good at something, hire somebody else to do it. So that's kind of what I'm thinking I need. So that would be my number one quickest thing that I got um, from it. So, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because a lot of people call it different things, right? Some call it their client concierge. You know, you said director of happiness. Is that what director of happiness or director of client happiness? Just director of happiness. Was director of happiness. I like. I like that as my title. Director of happiness. Yeah, yeah, that's you. <laughs> You're the <director> of happiness. <laughs> Brian's the director of just freaking get it done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but you know, the reality is, you got to have both. And it's interesting because I think for a lot of team leaders, particularly, it's hard to remember that. Hey. I might be a high D, I might be, you know, really focused, really driven, but the reality is I've also got to remember, I got to put my arm around people once in a while. I got to love on people once in a while. And a lot of team leaders, I think, forget that. And that's a really important lesson because I'll tell you, when I learned that about myself, I mean, my natural inclination is just kind of, you know, kind of like you, Brian, it's like, dude, like, do I really have to tell you for the hundredth time? Why don't you just do the stuff you know you're supposed to do? Like, why are we even having this conversation? It's hard to remember Uh, the hate. And Sheree, you got to mute out uh, your tab there for Facebook. Uh, but, you know, that being said, it's, you know, we, we as team leaders, oftentimes we feel like, you know, why am I having this conversation for the 10th time with this person? Why don't they just get it? Uh, and the reality is people aren't us, right? People aren't, you know, aren't wired the same way we are. And so we need to re- not only, first of all, respect that about them, right? We need to respect the fact that everybody's different. We need to understand that everybody's going through different challenges in life. And guess what? People need motivation from time to time. Um, and so now when you talk about this director of happiness position, another thing that I think people forget is, oh, well, my sphere of influence, they're just going to do business with me just because I'm all that in a box of chocolates. Nope. That ain't the case, Right. I just that's not going to happen. We got to take care of our our clients. We, and and I don't mean just delivering great service during the transaction. That's great. That's expected, right? That's not going above and beyond. Sure, I'm going to mute you out just real quick until you get yourself situated there. We're hearing some movement there. Um, but what we need to do is we need to make sure that after the sale, we're delivering world class customer service and a world class customer experience, and that we stay in touch with them at a high level because now more than ever before. There's a lot of people coming after those commission dollars that we're used to getting. There's a lot of people going after that client. And the second they close on that transaction, guess what? There's a ton of companies, a ton of people vying for that person's attention, just like we are. And by the way, Brian, you've got some notifications ringing in the background there, I believe. Um, so you might want to close that. Yeah, you probably have to close out your outlook to avoid that. Yeah, it's Dropbox. <laughs> Dropbox. Oh my gosh, uh, dude. We, so I, you know, I heard a coach say once we should turn off all our notifications. On our, I'm just giving you a hard time, dude. Um, but listen, first of all, I see Brian uh, that we've got Dave, uh, David Golden's on, Kristen Kalski, and Angie Cody, James Wilson, Terry LeBlanc, Michelle Taylor, Tron Dang from Seattle, Dave Woodson. Shout out to you guys. Appreciate you guys watching. Um, so another takeaway that I had from the event. Sheree, we're going to come to yours in just a moment, um, was, oh my gosh, Colette Duke. Uh, Perfect timing. Colette uh, was at the event and heard about how uh, Megan Nelson, Megan Farrell Nelson, literally went from barely making it almost ready to get out of the business to she signed up for coaching last year. And and we had a conversation at Business Strategy Mastermind Conference about how important it was for her to get her debt paid off and for her to get really, really focused on the basics in the business. Well, guess what happened? She actually did that. And in one month, in May of this year, she has closed or, or will close in May 
as much business as she did all last year, and she'll be debt-free at the end of this month. Now, I'm sharing that because Colette Duke, as you know, and by the way, shout out to Colette and Ron and Amelia. Thanks for joining us, you guys, Cameron. Um, But Colette heard that at Listing Agent Bootcamp. And that day, she made a, a payment. She, she made a, a massive payment on her car to get her car 100% paid off. And she's now has no car payment for the first time in her entire life or her entire adult life. Uh, and so, by the way, Colette, congratulations. I know, seriously, congratulations to you. That is freaking huge. And that's the spirit of Club Wealth, right? It's not club gross. We're not all about go out and just make a whole bunch of money. We're about you need to keep freaking money. You need to put some stuff in your pocket. You need to save for a rainy day. You need to get debt free so that you are in a better position to have a better life down the road. Thoughts on that, guys? You need to get financially free. You should never, ever, ever, ever use the word debt. Just personal belief. When you're when you're debt free, when I, my goal is to get debt free, the only thing I'm focusing on is debt. So, um, not trying to correct you. It's just one of my personal things. I I feel like all too often people focus on the wrong thing. And here's the thing: when you get debt free, now where I get it, it, it's so it's such an end point versus a destination because financial freedom is a continually growing concept. And, and I know, you know, this Michael, um, and I'm sure someone just put that, but you know, ultimately it's weird. Um, your mind eavesdrops on the things that you say. And, and if, if you don't hear anything else today, listen to that. Your mind eavesdrops on the things that you say. And it's crazy because, you know, we just had somebody um, leave one of one of our groups and uh, one of my team members left. And it's amazing the difference because that person was a little bit negative on, on my team. And I don't mean to, you know, beat that up, but it's amazing when that one that negative leaves with the focus. And it's so, you know, be very careful what you put in your brain every single day and focus on things that, that are that are big, that are expansive, that are growth. And that helps you a lot. But most people, you know, the brain's a tricky thing. When you start talking about debt, the only thing you end up with is more debt. So, yeah, you know, I, I had yesterday, this is a coaching week. So yesterday I had a, some coaching calls and for the past months, I have been saying to several of my co- my coaching clients um, in reference to becoming more financially free, Brian, instead of debt free. Um, so we've been talking about that, thinning out household exp- expenses, all of that. You know, I coach a higher level for a tier. So there's most of these people have teams that are currently in place and they are the team leader and we're structuring things to be more like a business. So what I loved about Listing Agent Bootcamp is that 100% of those that I spoke to yesterday all said, it was like uh, when you when your mom says something and your mom's been saying it and it falls on deaf ears and then you hear someone else saying it's like, oh, wait a minute. That's so right. I need to do that. So it's, it's um, I love that it, that it is club wealth because now people are more focused on reducing down some of those house, that household um, liabilities that they have that are out there that are just meaningless spending. And I've got, you know, a lot of people now who are ready to buckle down. Let's get it. Let's dig deep. You know, like my husband would say, let's get it out the mud. And, uh, you know, we've got, <laughs> we've got a goal to get to. Listing Agent Bootcamp was fan freaking tastic it was awesome it was great i i went to a not only our uh, mastermind that we had and that director of happiness um position what we which we call a client concierge on our team um, but that director of happiness position it's i love it when you have something that you're doing um but you're not doing it at such a higher level and that mastermind takes you from the level that you're doing it and it pushes you up. So you have that instant breakthrough that happens. And that's what masterminding does for me. It's not just getting some of the brand new fresh ideas. And now I've got to go back to my coaching call and dump all of this. It is it is sometimes hearing things that, wait a minute, I should do it like that. One simple tweak, one small thing, that one takeaway now elevates my business mm-hmm. so much more. 
it's interesting you say that because so often people come out of these events, or they, I should say they go in and oftentimes come out of these events thinking, oh, I've got to come out with a hundred different things or, you know, whatever their list of things they think they got to come out with are in order to really take my business to the next level. The, the reality is that's not what we're looking for. In fact, I would, I would say that the number one thing that people should be getting out of these events is not even the information they're getting. It's not even the takeaways that they come away with. It's the relationships that are built at these events because those relationships will pay over and over and over again in many ways in their life, not just their business, uh, but although they will pay dividends in their business as well, when you develop relationships at a higher and higher, higher level with the people, you know, so for example, they say that that your, your net income is going to be the average of the five people you hang out with the most, right? So if I want to elevate my net income or, for example, my thinking, and my thinking becomes the average thinking of the five people I spend the most time with. So if I want to increase my net income and or my thinking or other things about my life, guess what? Start spending more time with people that are where you want to be in those areas in life. Uh, start changing the, the the group of people you hang out with. And guess what? Your life will naturally change because you will subconsciously change. And those are far more powerful changes than I wrote down this idea. So therefore, I'm going to go execute it. Right. Uh, you know, because, again, they happen at a subconscious level. By the way, Colette Duke just posted in here. You guys are going to love this. She says, yep, I'm sitting in that paid off car right now on my way to pay off one of my student loans. And I'm getting my car detailed this week as my reward. Way to go, Colette. That's freaking nice. awesome. That's awesome. so cool. Yeah, seriously, that's really neat. Uh, and Ron Vitello is congratulating her as well. And Ron, you know, that's a good point. He said, Listening Agent Bootcamp 2018 really helped change his mindset. You guys, I, honestly, that's truly the most important thing. You know, those relationships and what happens in your mind are the most important things that come out of these events. Now, that being said, yeah, you're going to get a lot of ideas because we're very tactical with our events. We make sure that the information is actionable and that you can do, you know, that you can literally implement the things you learn right after you leave the event. Sometimes people are implementing things while they're still sitting there. Uh, and that's great. We're all for that. Um, I just want you to understand that the most important thing that you can get is those relationships. So I want you guys to go back and I want you to think about who are the three people I met at this event that I have to follow up with? Who are the three people I got to go deeper with on a relationship? And what value can I bring to them? Don't think about what value can they bring to me? What value can I bring to those three people so that they will know that I care about them, so that they will know that I want to be a part of their life? And guess what? Eventually, guess what they'll do? They'll find ways to bring value to you too. But first, you got to give. Then eventually, you'll receive. So any other thoughts? Go ahead, Sheree. Yeah. So can we, uh, can we shift a little bit? Can we talk about Miss Allie Gitter Dunn? Oh my gosh. That girl is no joke. Allie Gitter. I love her, man. I'll tell you what, she knocked it out of the park on stage, didn't she? Yes. And I absolutely love that, that um, Coach Damon and Allie were so willing to share their systems with everyone. Because, you know, a lot of times we have people who are, oh, no, this is how I do it. I can't give you my secret sauce. But we all know that's not what Club Wealth is made up of. Um, but the step-by-step -step process as to what happens when a client comes in, I love the parking space, stolen. Hashtag stolen. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love the parking space that's there for them. I can tell you that my, my, I had listing agents that were there um, with me and we got in, we rode the same plane. We got in at five o'clock. Yes, I do take the red eye. Sorry, Michael Hellickson. I do fly discount. Uh, <laughs> but we got in at 5 a.m. in the morning and by six o'clock that evening, my listing agents had taken two listings that day. They scheduled appointments while they were at Listing Agent Boot Camp. I love it. We've gotten so many people who are now, they've taken their brain from a hundred and something listings per year. I can't do it. Well, when that lioness got herself on that stage and told them, this is how, it, how you get it done, they are now, look at our Facebook group. We've got people who are 150. You know, that's their new goal. They're two down. They're five down. They're this amount. I love it. I've Oh, I just love it. Um, but congratulations to Allie on, uh, and also on, uh, for, it was Allie and there was Justin. Justin, yeah, Where? Justin Rufus. Justin, Allie oh, you're Justin. talking about the two that did over 140 uh, listings last year. 
Over 140 listings oh last year is huge. It's huge. Both of them, huge. Both of them in different markets. They're in completely different markets. So when you're looking at them up on the stage, let's eliminate that it can't be done in my market. Let's just take that that I've heard so many times and let's just throw that out the window. Let's get it out of there. And I'm let's so just- sick of hearing that, aren't you? Uh, you know, it's, oh, that won't work in my market. You know what? What doesn't work in your market? Freaking you. You're what doesn't work in your market. You want it to work in your market? Go freaking make it work in your market. I'll tell you what. Never once has Brian or Cherie or any of the other people that I've had the privilege of coaching, never once has any of my coaching clients that are operating at this wicked high level, never once has any of them ever said to me, oh, that won't work in my market. And they work in all kinds of different markets. People that say that won't work in my market are looking for an excuse to fail. That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for an excuse to win. They're looking for an excuse to justify why they couldn't win in their market. Stop being a loser and start choosing to be a winner. Sorry. There's- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, you guys, it will work your market and now does every single thing work in every single market no i mean there's you know if you're in a resort market certainly there are some nuances that might be a little bit different if you're in a in, in vale colorado and you deal in you know four and a half million and up houses yeah you're going to do some things differently but quit looking for reasons why stuff won't work and start looking for how you can apply these things in your market and you will be blown away and how just little tweaks here and there allow principles, valuable principles that have stood the test of time will not only work in your market, but they will take your business to the next level. Quick, look, you, what do we say, Brian? Brian will love this. Sheree, I think you'll love it too. You got two choices. You can make excuses or you can make money. Pick one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. So it didn't have to be me going on that. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany's like, well, then he's on fire this morning. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I look at this. We got Ira Murray. He's like, I think for me this year, listing agent booze camp was not what was said, but more how it was expressed by the individuals. Wow. That's true. You know, I, because people went deep, right? And it was, and it was expressed in a way that look, this freaking works and it's changed my life. It can change your life too. So, uh, and by, I love this. <laughs> you know, I love the comments that are pouring in right now. Kristen's like, I can't wait for the next event in November in Anaheim. Yes, I'm excited about that too. It's going to be great. So let me ask you this. I want to talk specifically, Cherie, with you about those takeaways you got from Allie and from Justin on the listings. How was it they were getting? What's your biggest takeaway on how these guys are getting literally 140 listings a year. I think Allie in her first three years in real estate got a hundred plus listings each of her first three years in real estate. And Justin in his very first year of selling real estate got our first full year uh, did 140 listings. What was your takeaway on how they did it? So it's not going to be rocket science, but for some people it might be. So, so buckle up and I'm going to tell you what the secret was. They did it. They got on the phone they made the phone calls. They didn't make the excuses. Were some days tough? Yes, some days were tough. Were some real estate suck days happening? Yes, it was. But they made the phone calls. They followed the systems that was in place. They were both there and on a team that had systems that were that's in place for them. And they used it. There's so many people who don't use it. I just don't understand. You have a CRM and you don't use it. Why? And then you come and you say, oh, it's not working. No, like you said, no, you're not working. That's what it is. It's you're not working. But those two had a goal. And even if life got tough, which life gets tough for everyone, even if life got tough, they got up each day and kept doing it. And they followed it. They followed it. So you want to get some listings? There you go. Pick it up. You know, and you're right about that. And it's interesting because I was talking to Allie uh, Gatier and she had had, you know, she, she had a baby, right? Literally 10 weeks ago, she had her baby. Um, and we're not talking about like a, a little baby. We're talking about Damon's no. baby. Let's, let's call it big baby, right? Damon's baby. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Damon. I'm just giving you a hard time, brother. But here's the deal. 
what, literally the week she came home from the hospital, and I'm not suggesting that people shouldn't take maternity leave or whatever. That in, in, You do what you're going to do. We want you to have balance with your life, right? No success in the world can compensate for failure in the home. We truly believe that, and we live it. That being said, she had some need because, the, you know, where their business was at, and she really felt the need to, to make, you know, some things happen that week that she got back. And it was a tough week for her. But you know what she did? She knuckled down. She pounded the phone. She set a bunch of listing appointments. Because why? That's who she is. She's a baller. She doesn't mess around. I look at my wife. too, And again, please, women, I'm not suggesting that everybody needs to do this. I'm just sharing an example of some very strong women in my life that I have a lot of faith and confidence in and who, with whom I'm very impressed. I remember when, when Madison was born, actually Austin too, both times our kid, when our kids were born, Tara's literally hounding me right after they're born saying, go get my laptop. I got stuff to get done. Right. And, and I'm not saying this as women should be expected to do this. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm simply saying is I know men and women who are, they don't, they don't make excuses. They just get stuff done because it's got to be done. There's people that at five o'clock they punch out and you know what? They're always going to get a paycheck the rest of their life. They're going to have a job the rest of their life. But then there's people like these women that I'm talking about that they just get the, Hey, what's got to get done has to get done. So we're going to get it done. And my day's not done until my stuff's done. And I'll tell you, like, I'm thinking about Ken Kratz is coming to my mind right now. And I remember talking with him at the event. I know you guys got a chance to chat with him as well. You know, I, I think about Ken and Ken's day is not done until he's set two listing appointments. His day is just not done until he's got his two listing appointments. How many of us take the easy route and say, oh, well, I made X amount of calls, so my day is done? Well, BS. It's not about the number of calls you make. Look, you can call a whole bunch of people and say, screw you, hang up. And like, does that mean you've accomplished your day? No, that's not going to get you to the promised land. What's going to get you to the promised land is the result you're seeking, which is you've got to set those appointments. So for Ken, that's until I've got my two appointments, my day's not over. So that, and, and again, I, I, we're saying this as part of our takeaways from Listing Agent Bootcamp, but the reality is this is a takeaway from every encounter I have with successful people. They're not done until the work is done. And let me tell you, they go to bed tired. If I had a nickel for every time in the last two weeks, I've fallen asleep in my suit, literally just plopped down on my bed. I just think I'm just going to close my eyes for a second and I'm asleep. And I wake up the next morning and I'm in my suit and my shoes still. I mean, I'm again, I'm not saying you guys have to work like crazy like this, but I am saying if you're newish in your career, if you're if you're still in production and you're trying to get out of production, you might have to do some of this stuff. Pay the price. And when you pay the price, eventually you get a lot better. You get more freedom later on. You get more money later on. But you don't get there without paying that price first. It's interesting you talk about that, Michael. I was talking to a potential coaching client this morning who had, apparently had a strategy session with you. They reached out to me. We have some uh, similar groups in, in, in common, and they were saying, like, and I would never mention them. Hopefully, they're watching. Hi. But, um, you know, one of the things that we talked about this morning is, well, I don't necessarily have money to go out and, you know, buy Realtor.com or buy Zillow or buy these right here, right now leads. And, you know, my comment to this person was, well, what if you did this? What if for the next 90 days, you just doubled down and then you took every penny that you spent above and beyond what you would normally make, you put that in an account and then you go buy it with it. And, and again, I'm not asking you for the next five years to work 80 hours a week because first of all, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, first of all, most people can't do it. I mean, a younger version of me can do that, but I mean, you know, we still work, you know, I think people have this perception, oh, you team leaders, you don't work very much. Like, well, come spend a day with me, you know, and then, yeah. then we'll talk about, then we'll talk about how great it is to make phone calls for two hours a day. But, um, you know, it's interesting. It, it really is, you know, she's like, well, you know, we don't do this, we don't do that. I'm like, you know what, for the next 90 days, go take every buyer that comes in, go show them a house, go do all that stuff and just kill it for 90 days. And then you can take that money because, you know, lead with revenue, take that money and then put it in a lead source. And it literally, you've earned that money, you've got it, and you're literally taking the money in your time and your energy and your effort, putting it back in your own business, and, and there you go. And, and that sounds simple. And by the way, it's extremely simple what I just said. Ain't easy. You know, for me to tell you to work an extra three or four hours every single day, you know, five days a week for the next 90 days, that sounds that sounds hard. But you know, if you put this carrot out here that now after that, I get to hire some more agents because I've got lead sources and, and different things. It can literally change your life. And if you don't hear anything else, you can change your life in 90 days. 
Oh, you can. And, you and here's the thing. Here, sorry. Here's the thing. Right. It's about, like I said uh, during my talk, is it's how bad do you want it? 90 days is nothing. Mm -hmm. It is nothing. 90 days in my world goes like this. It goes just like that. If I am so super focused on the goal that I'm looking at achieving, I don't look to my left and my right. I don't have time to look to my left and my right. I'm looking at my business. I'm looking at my family. I'm looking at my business. I'm looking at my family. Those are the two things that I'm looking at every single day. So going to bed tired, we're all tired. I don't even want to hear it. Don't get on the phone and tell me that, Cherie, I'm tired. I don't want to hear it. It's a bunch of excuses. You either want to get to where you want to go or you don't. Because if you're not getting up, you're not putting a, your one foot in front of the other one every single day, then what you're telling me is that I don't. That's what you're telling me. That's what I hear. If you don't have the, the means in order to, you don't have the income to get there and you have someone who has been there before, which is what I love about Club Wealth. You have someone who's been there before and they're saying, well, then do this. If you can't get it this way, then do it like this. I am telling you another way to get to the same result. Yeah. I'm just giving you another path to get to the same result. And you say, I won't do it or I can't do it or you give me an excuse, then you don't want it. Let's just say that. Let's call a spade a spade. You just don't want it. Yeah, and quit saying you do if you don't really, right? Some people say, oh, I want it, but I'm not willing to pay the price, right? If, That's if, right. If, so, so it may not, you know, if you want it bad enough, you'll pay the price, right? If you want it more than air, think about this. If I, if I held your head underwater, at the point at which you're willing to kill me to get out of that water so that you can breathe, that's when you want it bad enough, right? How, what, will it, what will a mouse chew through a wall to get, right? What is your cheese? A mouse will literally chew through a wall to get to that cheese if they're hungry enough. Are you that hungry? And the reality is most agents aren't that hungry. You know how I know this? Look at their freaking bank account. Look at the transactions they've closed in the last year. Now, look, we're, you guys, we're not bagging on people that aren't big producers. Please don't misunderstand. There are people in this world and there are people in, in real estate that don't want to light the skies on fire. And that's okay. You don't have to be that person. But don't say that you're that person if you're not going to pay the price to become that person. That's you right. can do this. If you want to do this, you can do this. To Brian's and Cherie's point, if you want to change your life in the next 90 days, you can change your life in the next 90 days. You just have to choose to do it, and you have to choose that you're going to do whatever it takes to make that happen. Um, I love what Ira Murray said. One of our coaches uh, was commenting in the feed here. Ira said he's literally right now making his phone calls while listening to this Club Wealth TV live broadcast. That's somebody that wants it bad enough. That's somebody that's like, look, I'm not going to screw around. I'm going to do the things that I said I'm going to do every single day, and I'm going to feed my mind while I'm doing it. Brian, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just laughing. A little too much multitasking for me, but uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and I told, I talked about this at Listing Agent Bootcamp. I bought a car, and I wasn't even aware that this happened, but it has. It had a timer in it that literally every time I turned my car on and drove it around, it, it times how much time I spent in it. And in one year, I spent 647 hours in my car. And, you know, when you figured it, I think we ended up that it was some, whatever, 647 divided by 40 is. I can't even remember off the top of my head. We did the math during the thing. But imagine, I think it said like 16 weeks or some ridiculous 16.175 right there. If, if you had 16 weeks to get an, ed, 16 weeks, 40 hours a week to learn something, how much can you learn? Yeah. And, and you know, I understand sometimes it's a three minute drive, you know, over to the convenience store. And, and so the, the numbers are a little skewed, but I'll say this, I'm not a buyer's agent. I've got to believe that every single buyer's agent who's doing any kind of business is driving triple what I did. So imagine how much time a buyer's agent has. And here's the beauty of being a buyer's agent in 2018. You and I, and Michael, you never were a buyer's agent. Sheree and I. <laughs> That's because no buyer would ever want to Remember putting people in your car, Sherry? How obnoxious was that? So, you know, nowadays I can listen to whatever I want over and over and over again. And I don't have someone in my ear telling me a bunch of crap I don't care about, you know, because I'm such a, such a high eye with my, my clients. But, you know, it, it's, it's true. I mean, you can literally get 16 hours of education a year 
that's our, our 16 weeks of education a year simply by coming up with a strategy. And that's the thing. Don't get in your car to go someplace and be five minutes late and try and plug in and try and figure out how you're going to listen to something positive. Spend five minutes coming up with a preparation. You know, it's not that hard. I There's a program, what the heck is it called? I don't even know. I got it on my computer. You can Google it where you can download YouTube videos to your phone. You download them to your computer and then put them on your phone. So those people are like, well, I don't have any video. You know, I don't have bandwidth to get free Wi-Fi or free, you know, whatever. There is a solution. Start with yes. And that was one of my big things. You know, how do I get this information? Here's the beauty of it. All this kind of stuff that I listen to constantly now, I used to pay for. Oh, my God. I used to pay for it all. It's all free now. I mean, honestly, the thing that's holding us back in this world is not information. It's all out there. It's bothering to listen to the information and then apply it to your life. So that was another huge takeaway for me as we went to Listening Agent Bootcamp. So when we, one thing, when we, when I say, you know, it's, it's how bad do you want it and it's going to bed late and it's getting up early. Um, one thing that I had to make sure that I talked to my clients about, especially yesterday, because everyone is coming back so pumped, so ready to get this done. And I've told them all, start with a conversation with your spouse, start with a conversation with your kids. And if we're going to do this, they must be on board. They have to be on board. They have to understand, look, I'm going to need you to do this. I've got to get my butt up at four because my coach said that I have to, and she's not going to accept anything else. So with that being said, I'm, we have to make this shift into doing this, but this is what our deadline is. And for a lot of us, our deadline is BSM. I've got a lot of people that are moving up by BSM. So in doing that, moving up means more cash moving up, you have got to pay the piper in order to get there. So that means more transactions. That means more GCI. That means a higher net because all I want to focus on for you is your net number. But this takes a whole family to do this. Your family has to be completely bought in as to where you want to go. So those of you who I don't coach, uh, so those of you who I don't talk to, make sure that your spouses are on board. Make sure that your children understand what's going on. Don't miss games. L listen, that's not me. I will be there for every award. I'm going to be their biggest cheerleader. I'm going to still do that. But from 4 a.m. to 6 p.m. or however late it might go that day, I am zoned in the mm -hmm. entire time. And my family has to be on board and they have to understand that. You know, but that's what, again, comes back to the point of, you know, if, if we're going to really have, and Brian hates this word balance, uh, but, you know, if you're really going to have balance in your life, when I'm at work, I got to be game on at work. When I'm at home with my family, I got to be game on with my family. And it's very hard, you know, it's easy to say that. It's hard to accomplish that in real life because we, we, you know, people are constantly pulling at us from one of these parts of our lives or the next. And we have to learn to say no. We have so, to, go ahead. Yeah, listen to how Cherie, Cherie gets balanced. Listen to how she gets balanced. She works for 14 hours a day. She <laughs> sleeps for five or six hours, and then the rest of the time is with her family. But I guarantee you, if her and Leonard are out to dinner, and, and you know, Cherie and I are pretty close. We, you know, I've been her coach for two and a half years. We're business partners. If I call her at 8.30 at night, and she's with Leonard, she'll be like, what the hell are you doing, Brian? So, <laughs> Because that, to which my response is, why are you answering your phone, Cherie? Well, she's not. She'll text me back going, leave oh, me alone. Now, granted, Michael calls everybody, you know, at ridiculous hours because he can't do a time shift. But that's a different story. <laughs> uh, altogether. So, <laughs> but my point is, is that that's not what most people think of balance. So, uh, so balance is I spend eight hours of sleep. I spend eight hours on work and eight hours with my family. That's not, that's not what we're talking about when we talk about work-life balance. We're talking about, I'm not sitting at, at dinner, you know, you know, texting my client because I'm there with my wife and she, I look up and she's like, hmm, welcome back. So yeah. that, that's lack of balance, you know? Yeah. And, and here's the thing, we're, real estate agents are not the only ones who are, do this. You know, I've talked to people on my team and they're like, my spouse is worse than I am. We're, we're spending time together and they're on Facebook, you know, so it's not, you know, there's a, there's a comedian, I won't mention his name because he did some stupid, stupid things, but basically he said, it's amazing. You can watch people's phone signal go up and then come almost straight back down because they're texting the person standing next to them. 
because <laughs> that's how we've done business in life in the, in the last couple of years. Put, put this away. Start spending time with the people that you're with. And, you know, if you need this for some reason, flip it over on the table. That's how I do it because, you know, I've got kids and, you know, something happened to them. I don't want to be three hours before I go to the hospital, God forbid. But I don't have to look at it every seven seconds when it lights up because I'm going to guess that all three of our phones will light up every seven seconds. So, you know, set it up so that it rings with your kid calls or something important happens. But otherwise, spend time with the people you're with. You can can say that you can put on do not disturb except for these people. Exactly. Let these people come through. Um, but everyone else that goes on do not disturb. And, and that's that's extremely, extremely important. So, yes, it's not a true work-life balance in per se as to what <clears throat> everyone has the idea as to what that is. But if I'm with my children, I am with my children. I am present in the moment. So when I'm do it. When I'm working, I am present and working. When I'm with my husband, I'm very present with my husband. When I'm with my kids, I'm very present with them. I think I'm a coach. You know, that's what they all tell you as far as a basketball coach. So, which I'm not because I can't shoot worth a darn. But <laughs> I am super present with them wherever I go. Um, mm-hmm. And that's very important. But go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. No, it's true. I, I was just going to say, people think there's no such thing as a free lunch. I'm going to show everybody right now how to get a free lunch. Super easy, right? First of all, take Mike Bjorkman to lunch. Then when you get there to play the game with him, right? Where we, And I always do this every time I go to a meal with Mike. We always play the game where everybody puts their phones on the table and whoever grabs their phone first pays the bill. So what I do is I always make sure because Michael, you know, he'll go and, you know, go to wash his hands or whatever, you know, just before he eats. And and when he gets up from the table to go wash his hands, I always flip his phone face up and I text my wife real quick. And I'm like, you need to light him up in about three minutes. And I get my team to start texting him and emailing him and calling him. And, dude, his phone starts going off. And let me tell you something. He can't. It's, I mean, I'm telling you, phones for people are like a drug, right? It is so powerful. He can't not pick it up. And it's just, it's like, oh my gosh, I've never paid for a meal with Bjorkman yet. I love it. But so shout out to my brother, Mike Bjorkman. I love you, brother. That being said, um, I want you guys to seriously think about what we're talking about here, right? It's being present in the moment. It's getting into action. You know, it's it's actually fully getting into action with whatever you're doing at the moment. Um, And so now as we come back in our few, in our last few minutes here that we're talking today, Brian and Sheree, what I'd like you guys to share with us is, how do we ensure that the lessons we came away from listing agent bootcamp get implemented? How do we, cause, cause all this information is great, but at, you know, knowledge without implementation is like rowing with one oar in the water. So how are we going to make sure we implement? So the first thing that you need to do is you definitely need to talk with your coach about it because there's going to be a ton of great ideas and some things are just great ideas. I hate to say it, but some things are just great ideas. They don't fit in your business. Um, But there's times, there's times when you implement certain things. So the great thing is that you're more than likely, because your coach is already is a tier higher than you, more than likely your coach has already been down that path before, and they can say, that is fantastic. When we get to this point, that's when we implement that. Let's look at what your top takeaways were. Okay, from these takeaways, this is when this can go into place. This is when this can go into place. These are the things we have to do in order for you to even get there. Mm -hmm. So there might be some holes in your business. And the last thing I want for you to do is just to take this great thing and throw it in there right now or throw some money at something right away and it's going to fail. And you're going to say, oh, that idea sucked. No, actually it didn't. You didn't have the right things in place prior to implementing it. You just went ahead on and did it. Go ahead. Sorry, Michael. But, Cherie, what about those agents? You know, so-and-so at the mastermind said that they're making a ton of money and with leads like candy. Why can't I implement that right now? You have to do it when things are right. So there's a, there's a place for everything. So that's the biggest thing with me is all of these ideas. And I saw pages upon pages upon pages. I mean, I was in mastermind and seeing people flip the page over and write some more and flip the page over and write some more. And I'm going, my goodness, how are you going to find your one thing in that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which I've been guilty of doing. And I'm so grateful that I had Brian as my coach because I said, uh, okay, Brian, so can we talk about this? Because uh, I don't even know where to start. Um, I want to do this, I want to do this, and I want to do this, and I want to do this, and I want to do this. And he says, oh, that sounds great. All right. So tell me about where you are right now. (laughs) What happened while you were gone? (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's bring it back down, Cherie. So, um, yeah, talk it over with your coach. Find out when, if that is even the right thing for your business at this time. I, you know, I think you're really hitting the nail on the head because your coach knows you. If you're if you're doing your coaching calls like you should be, right? If you guys are showing up on time for your coaches' call, coaching calls, and you're listening to your coach and you're, you're really helping your coach to have a backstage pass into your life and your business, they should be getting to know you at a very deep level. Which means when these ideas come up, they're going to know, hey, yeah, that's something you're going to be able to do, or you know. Knowing you and your personality and your business, that's probably not something you're going to follow through on and accomplish at a high level uh, and get the value you need to get out of it. And so trust your coach. If your coach tells you no, there's a reason, right? They're not telling you no just to sound cool and just to sound like they know better. We don't care about that. What we care about is you making progress and you having success. But you have to be transparent with your coach in order for them to know all of what's going on so they can help you make good decisions. Um, that's one of the reasons why we tell people, you know, before you spend any money on anything over $250 in your business, you need to run it by your coach because your coach knows your budget, knows what's available, knows what the expected ROI should be on different things. You need to trust them that they're going to point you in the right direction. And when they say you can't afford that right now, guess what? It's not in your budget right now. Don't do it right now. Do it when the coach and you decide that it's time. Yeah. And, and one thing I want to, I want to, um, elaborate on when you just said that there's a lot of things that seem small. So it seems like right now we're in the, we're in the middle of houses can't stay on the market. Everyone's starting to, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of business that's happening right now and we're not prepared for a lot of people, I guess you should say, are not prepared for December, January, February. They're not preparing themselves when right now is when they should be preparing themselves for that. Right now is the time to look at December, January, February, or whatever that slow season is that's in their market. Um, That $250, especially if it's a monthly payment, Mm -hmm. if it's a monthly payment, that is when you really, really, really have to talk to your coach. You have to look at your P&L. You should be looking at your P&L. I mean, to be honest, I look at mine like every day. I think I'm addicted to it. I'm like addicted to my bank account right now. So uh, (laughs) you have to really look at it and see, does it fit? Does it not fit? You know, what is that going to look like in December? So if my numbers are cut in half for what my production is, now do I feel $250? Because right now I might not feel it. So, and Kristen asked a really good question. She says, well, what if you don't have a coach yet? Uh, so Kristen, if you're, because, and I know you're in group coaching with Club Wealth right now. And so if you don't have a coach yet, go to your group coaching call and be vocal, ask questions, because guess what? You've got four rock star coaches on those group coaching calls. You need to ask them questions. Just tell them, Hey, this is where I'm at in my business. This is the stuff I thought I'd implement. What do you guys think? Let them, and obviously it's not the same as being in one-on-one, but at the same time, it's better than trying to figure it out on your own. Take the time to ask them questions, bounce it off them. They're, they're not going to have, you know, the deep level of information that they would if they'd been working for with you as your one-on-one coach for a year or two, but they're certainly going to have better insight than you trying to figure it out on your own. And uh, he, those that are in the group coaching and those that are in t- uh, tier one, um, you have to have an extreme amount of discipline mm-hmm. because you're there and to get you to the next level, you have to have an extreme amount of discipline. So those things, those takeaways that you have every single week, you get homework on the group calls, implement, get the homework, implement it every single time. If there's things that you should be doing in reference to your daily schedule, implement it, (laughs) stay focused on it. Um, In order for you to get there, you have to do that, especially in group coaching in tier one. And I can tell you that every single person, Michael, Brian, and myself, at some point in our career has been at the same exact level that you are. None of us was handed a silver spoon. None of us just walked in and boom, there it was. We all had to roll up our sleeves and get it done. Okay. So discipline, 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 and diligence is so key for tier, for group and for tier one. You know, it's interesting. You talk about takeaways from Listing Agent Bootcamp, and I hear you talking about discipline. 
And over and over and over again, we talk about the perfect daily schedule, right? And Brian always likes to tease me because there's no, no such thing as perfect. I agree, you know, perfection is the enemy of success, but we strive towards it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't wait for it. We strive towards it. Um, but that being said, as I looked around the room and as I talked over and over again with top producers and the biggest, you know, producers in the country at the event, what I, what I keep coming back to is, the people that do the best are the quiet implementers. They're the ones that literally are the most disciplined. They live by a perfect daily schedule. They follow their schedule. I look at mine, right? I had I had a webinar I was supposed to do today. It was actually supposed to be yesterday, and it got moved because the people I was going to be doing this webinar with couldn't do it yesterday, so they moved it today, and then they couldn't do it today, and it's like and they wanted me to move it to tomorrow or the next day, and I'm like, guys, I like – I can't do it. Like I'm literally booked out six weeks in advance, every hour on the hour. That's how detailed my schedule is. Now that's extreme. And I'm not telling everybody they need to be that disciplined and that detailed, but guess what? The most successful people among us are that detailed, are that scheduled and they are that planned out. And when you, when you execute on that schedule and when you follow that schedule, great things happen because what it does is it forces you to develop the habits that cause you to be successful instead of trying to figure out every day what you need to do to be successful. And so Brian, talk to us real quick. Cause you do, you, you talked a lot about the, uh, uh, and, and I can't remember if it was at listing as a bootcamp this year or if it was last year, but I know you do talk a lot about, um, you know, your schedule and making sure that you're following your perfect daily schedule or as you Talk to us about how you describe it and and how you would frame the importance of it. Well, there's a couple of things. Is here's an interesting thing. I've been doing some research on this. Is that according to the research done, we only have so many good decisions that we can make in a day. How's that that for an interesting idea? So basically, we have a quota, and each person is going to be a little bit different. We have a certain amount of discipline. So interesting. People have made an argument that stop making, stop wasting your decisions on things like what you're going to wear for to wear to work today. So, you know, why does, why did Steve Jobs wear a black t-shirt and black pants every day? It was one less decision he had to make. And so he could make a good one. So, you know, the discipline, and I believe that we have a discipline quota too. In other words, you know, sir, I don't know how to figure that out, but we have a certain amount of discipline. That's why we tell people to do the important things first. So, you know, for me, that's what it's about. So it's do this, then do this, then do this. And then the other things, you know, for example, if I get up in the morning and lead generate and then I make appointments in the afternoon, I don't have to make a decision about whether I'm going to show up for the appointment or not. I'm going to show up for the appointment. But I can tell you right now, if I wait until six o'clock to try and lead generate, I might decide not to do that. So, you know, own the first hour of your day, own the last hour of your day. So one of the things that I love, don't start your day with Facebook and email. Don't end your day with Facebook and email. Start your day with something that's important, something that matters to you, something that you can 100% control. If you're up at 4 a.m. like Cherie, no one's calling you unless Michael's still up for some reason. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no one's calling you at 4 o'clock in the morning. You know, even if it's five or six or seven, still no one's calling you. And here's the thing. The last hour of your day, if you do this, watch binge watch something sometime if you have some time. And then tell me if you binge watch like six hours of like some horror show. I promise you, you are dreaming about that all night long and you wake up and you're like, holy smokes, I just did this. And I've done it. So I know that's true. So imagine if the last thing you put in your brain the night before you went to sleep was something that you wanted to think about, dream about, fix solve. That's what you're thinking about all night long while you're sleeping. And what if it's positive? What if it's negative? So, you know, puts the good stuff in your brain the first hour of the day and last hour of the day. You win those two hours and the hours in between will be much, much, much better. Well, on that note, actually, hang on real quick, Shree. On that note, I just wanted to throw in there, Club Wealth TV, what you're watching right now, we've now turned it into a podcast. So you can download it. And so if you go to uh, clubwealth.com forward slash TV, that will take you to Club Wealth TV. And you can literally just right there, you can download the podcast and you can listen to that before you go to bed. But to Brian's point, you've got to program your brain because whether you're programming your brain or you're allowing everything out in the outside world to program your brain, it's being programmed. And more importantly, and worse in some cases, it's your subconscious that's being programmed and that's going to dictate who you become. So take control of that. Be in charge of what goes into your brain and you'll be a lot happier with the results that come out of it. Sheree, go ahead. Those of us who are parents, um, 
I didn't realize this until this past weekend uh, in talking to my sons, the third, the, the third one in line. <laughs> but in talking to them, um, in talking to him, he said to me um, something. He says, you know what, mom, I watch, you know, it was Mother's Day. So this is when we hear all the wonderful things from our children that makes me just love them so much more. Um, but he says, you know what, mom, I watch you and I watch how you get things done. And I said, really? And he says, I do. I watch you and I see what's on your schedule. And so I put stuff on your schedule sometimes if I want to make sure that you block that out. I said, oh, okay. You don't have to do that, baby. You can really just tell me. He says, no, but I work on a schedule also. Now, this is a kid who's in high school. He's a sophomore in high school. And he said to me, I work on a schedule also. He gets up at a certain time. He does his workout at a certain time. He starts, he gets to school by a certain time. He's, he's so very diligent when it comes down to his classes after school and what he, what he does. So parents, I want you to understand that, that if you have children, they are watching. They're watching and they are watching what we're doing. And it's not that do as I say, you know, they're looking at the do as I do, you know, and that's what they're paying attention to. That's really what they're paying attention to. I've had teachers of my oldest one that said to me, oh, he says that you get up really early and his room is actually next door. And I'm going, well, I do. And I didn't realize it. Maybe he can tell that I am up at 4 a.m. in the morning when I get started, but he's paying attention. So those little brains that you're training that are coming up behind you, we look at Michael and his children that are there at the events, but look at what his children are seeing every day. Look at the two parents that his children have and they can't do anything but be excellent. That's their role model. That's their role model. You are your children's role model. If you want for your children to succeed because we all want a legacy to live, to leave to our children, we all want that. We're not really just getting up just to do it for ourselves. So if you want for them to succeed, lead by example. Let them see you do that. Let them see you stop to make them a priority. Not only, hold on baby, let me take this phone call. No, this phone call could wait because I'm with my family right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, by the way, I am so stoked to hear that about your son, about that. You know, he's living on a schedule. I, I was trying to tag Austin and Madison in this so they could hear that. And uh, it wouldn't let me tag him for some reason. It's weird. But I got to tell you, that is impressive. I mean, that's a kid that's going to succeed in his life, right? I mean, if he's already living on a schedule, he gets the importance of putting the important things first. first. And I mean, like, I don't, I don't know that we can ever overstate that. I think it's so important to share that. So here's the thing. We're out of time. We've got to wrap up. Um, we've got time for a 15 second, uh, last final takeaway from each of you and from me, and then we've got to get to our coaches call. So we'll start with Sheree and then Brian, and then I'll wrap up. So, uh, listening agent bootcamp was fantastic. Um, one of the things is that there's a lot of people that I still have yet to hear, um, Club Wealth has the uh, recap that should go live today. Is that correct, Michael? I believe it's going live at the end of the day and is still available if you go to clubwealth.live. Uh, that will take you to the replay. I think it's $197 um, and uh, you can download the replay there. So. Yeah, and it's $197 that's well well spent. So look at that. We've got other speakers who we didn't have a chance to really talk about. We had um, Misty, we had Stites, we had uh, Mike, we had Kevin. There's so many people that I just didn't get a chance to go and look at and see that I want to go see. So um, get on there um, and start implementing some of those things to talk to your coach, but start taking some of those notes and get you some extra takeaways. Some of the things that you might've missed that you didn't catch because you were either in your masterminds or you were, you know, things were happening at the main stage or you were seeing someone different. There's so much that was still left there that there's so much for you to still learn. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Brian, your final takeaways. Go to events. Um, and it's just, it's just that simple. And I think a lot of times people are like, well, you know, I'm not in a place in my business to do this. I'm not, there's a gazillion reasons to say no, say yes. So, and, and here's what it comes down to. Even if you didn't learn a single thing, which I would find impossible, but even if you didn't, the recharge that happens when you go, I was at an event, 
I don't know, 15 years ago in Dallas. And that was the point is you go to an event and you end up up here and then you start to drop off every time. The problem is don't go down here. Mm-hmm. You let it get to the point where you're like, I need to recharge again. I need to get around people who are, who are wanting what I'm wanting, you know, because here's, here's the biggest problem. Michael talked about this earlier. I want to, I want to make the amount of money about the, the five most people I spend the most time with. And, and that's really great. But the reality is, is that a lot of us don't have five great people from a business standpoint, they're great. I'm sure we all have five great people in our lives, but you know, who are trying to meet those same goals. Everybody who's there is trying to get where you are. We're all kind of going in the same direction. We may have to take different paths and different ideas, but going to those events recharges your battery and gets you going. As a matter of fact, this week in coaching calls, I got to slow people down. You know, everyone's like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, so, you know, come back, come back. So, because otherwise it's just, you know, all force and no vector, which, you know, I, I'm, I've been known to do myself. So that's my that's my takeaway. Go to the events. Love it. I love it. And we're two minutes over. we got to get to Coach's Call. So, everybody, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, so thank you again for joining us on Club Wealth uh, TV today. Make sure you download the podcast, clubwealththinking.com forward slash TV. Shout out to Wise Hire, who's our sponsor for these shows. We love Wise Hire. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making these shows possible. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time and uh, on Club Wealth TV. So take care, everybody.